Okay, hello everyone and welcome to episode 25 of Hildy's Hot Takes. I just have one quick question for y'all, but y'all, fuck. I just said that instinctively. God, I have one question for everybody out there. Have yet? Has anyone ever had a fucking pomegranate? Those things are. I was at the grocery store like yesterday, and one of my friends was like, "Have you ever had a pomegranate?" I said, "No, I've never had a pomegranate." They said, "Oh my god, they're the best." I said, "Yeah, it was. I don't even know what it is even about." So I got a pomegranate, got it all cut up, de-seeded in a bowl, and what? Well, I'm 24 years old and I haven't even to yesterday was the first time I've ever had a pomegranate. What is that, that all that about? It's the pomegranate. The pomegranate's easy, the best fruit I've ever had in my life. And there's a ton of great fruits out there. I just want to know how I went 24 years without eating a pomegranate. They're so fucking good. And I just want to talk about how I said y'all instinctively there. Damn it. I don't want to start doing that. And I don't want to start saying that. It happened last year with like the one of the last days I was in Alabama. It happened. I I said y'all instinctively just like off the top of my head mid conversation. It was like the last day I was going to be in Alabama. And I was like, fuck, I need to get out of here. And now it's happening again. And this isn't my last day in Oklahoma. I got like. I got like six more months, so fuck. I got to do some cognitive behavioral therapy and kind of try and delete that um, word from my repertoire so I don't have to use it anymore because it's just not a good, like an attractive word. You know, the Southern accent is definitely, some people think it's attractive, I guess. Maybe like girls that like country music might like a girl, a guy's um, Southern accent, but you know, like, I'm just not a big fan of them. And especially when people say y'all, I I honestly fucking hate that. And I've, I just did it. So I don't want to hate myself. So I'm just going to try and stop saying it. Anyway, fruits being, damn it. Pomegranate being the number one best fruit in my life. Now I just decided I have to name some of the other best fruits in my life because fruit is fucking elite. And the one thing I'm going to say on fruit here is also Elite, that's not a good word. Elite is for a group of people. I don't know. Okay. I sound like an idiot right now. Fruit is good for you. Okay. That's what I was trying to try and say. There's people out there, like even when I was growing up, like I've even had nutritionists, like personal trainers of mine, athletic trainers, like through junior and, and college, literally telling me that I can't eat fruit or bananas or apples or strawberries or pineapples or or kiwis, they're like, oh, you can't eat fruit. There's too much sugar in fruit. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Too much sugar in fruit. Fruit is grows everywhere in nature. People are supposed to eat it. That's what literally what it is there for. And you have some dingleberries telling you that you can't eat fruit online. Let's grow up here, folks. Okay, we're all adults now at this point in our lives. If you're not listening, if you're listening to this podcast, you're and you're not an adult, then you can be a mature adolescent. And we can all eat fruit, okay? But anyway, top five fruits according to my gigantic brain and fantastic taste buds. Um, like I just said, the pomegranate. I took a couple bites and I said, this can't even be real with the pomegranate. It's just like a bunch of like ruby colored 
gems and you put in your mouth with the seeds and the crunch and the flavor, like what the hell? I feel like my, I've just been opened up to an entirely like new life view, like ne- like huge different perspective just because I've eaten this one fruit that I have never had before because fruit really can make you feel like that some days. Um, second best fruit, according to my huge brain and amazing t- taste buds is the watermelon. Now, a watermelon's kind of a lot to like cut up and stuff. I never buy a watermelon. Like the only time I ever have watermelon is at like a like a fucking birthday party or something like that. Like I don't know. Only or if I'm home and like my mom will cut up watermelon, like I'll have some watermelon. Um but uh yeah, I mean, it's just a staple. Like first of all, it's like they tell you it's like zero calories, which is funny, but uh you cut it up and it's just juicy as hell. Like some of them, if they aren't ripe enough, like it's not good. Like it's just watery, but like if you get a nice, like perfect watermelon, like that shit is tough to beat. Like the only thing that beats it is, is a, is a pomegranate in my eyes. The next one, the number three top fruit, according to my huge brain and amazing taste buds. Um, and this is going to be kind of off the board. I don't know how a lot of people feel about this one, but like, I guess it's not even off the board at all, but it's just a staple in my life and probably the fruit I eat the most of is a banana. Simple, sleek, mobile, on the go, versatile. You can do a lot of things with a banana. You can eat it straight up. You can put it in your smoothie. You can fucking grind it into some pancakes. You can do fucking whatever you want with it. And they're just great. A lot of potassium, good electrolytes, good energy, some carbs, like peanut butter and uh, banana sandwiches, gas, um, just like, yeah, banana split, gas, just a great fruit and one that I honestly depend on as a human being, but not as good as a watermelon or pomegranate. That's why I put it as number three on my list. The fourth best fruit according to my huge brain and amazing taste buds. And this one is probably in everyone's top five, but a nice fucking ripe strawberry. Grab it by the the end of the thing, green thing, and just take a huge bite out of it. The strawberry is probably the most like sweet, the the most perfect combination of sweet and tart and uh, accessibility, like ease of access on the fruit. Like, cause like, like pomegranate obviously is the best, but like, it takes a long time to kind of de-seed the whole thing. And now that I've just said pomegranate like 600 times, I'm going to the store. I'm going to get a few right after I'm done recording this. But you can't go wrong with a, with a, with a carton of strawberries, honestly. I don't have them that often just because, you know, you know, I'm, I, in this economy, you just can't be buying every fruit under the sun every time you go to the grocery store, right? So I usually just stick with my bananas and they get the job done. Fifth favorite best fruit according to my huge brain and amazing taste buds is the pineapple. Now that's another one that I think a lot of people love. It's a staple in any fruit platter or whatsoever. And another thing that I never ever buy because who's going to buy a pineapple and cut it up? Like that, like the only way I would just eat a pineapple is if somebody did all that stuff for me and, and I'm not going to do it for, for myself. So I'm just never really going to eat pineapples, but I'll tell you what, pineapples are unreal just as soon as they get into your mouth and you bite down the juiciness and the sour taste and fuck fruit is 
if you don't like fruit or you think you can't eat fruit because of the sugar content, I am feel sorry for you. And also you're just an idiot. And uh, now that we're moving on from the fruit a little bit, I don't know. I got to feel figure out a better way to like segue from like topics in each thing. Cause like that pause there is just not professional. Like I just kind of had a brain fart. I'm going to be honest. I had a brain fart. I don't know what I was doing, but just going to move on to this stupid Omicron variant. I'm going to talk about it for 45 seconds maybe, but if anyone believes this bullshit that this Omicron variant uh, in air quotes could be more transmissible than the Delta could be more resistant to the vaccines could be this could be that if you actually believe in this shit that CNN and the news and the fucking all this bullshit is peddling out there. I just feel sorry for you because of course everyone gets vaccinated and everybody keeps on getting the virus and everybody keeps on dying. And the only explanation for that is that they can come up with is that there's a new strain, a new variant. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Obviously, I've got my tinfoil hat on pretty pretty good right now. And maybe I'm going to have to do just a full-on conspiracy theory episode next week or, or the week after. Just really dive into some research and just let the people know um, how much I think that aliens are running the planet. But uh, yeah, fuck the Omicron. I don't care about it. And you shouldn't either. Anyway... Something's been happening to me lately, and it's been happening for like six months now to like a year on Instagram and Twitter. And, and the reason I'm bringing it up is because it just happened to me a couple times on Twitter. Okay. And if you if you knew me in the past in college and just before that, like, I was I'm, I'm one of those guys that never really had much of a filter, right? Like I said, it was on what was on my mind, I was never really curious or worried about hurting other people's feelings. And, you know, say what you will about it. And I've been trying my best to, uh, you know, kind of remove that whole behavior from my, my lifestyle and just become a more understanding person and, and whatnot. But like, what I'm getting at is that sometimes you just need to tell people to shut the fuck up and you need to tell people how dumb they are. And I do that on social media sometimes on, on Instagram posts. Uh, I don't have that many followers on, on Instagram or social media for that matter anymore. So I just really do it for my own enjoyment. And when I see some really, really dumb shit that people comment on Instagram posts or when people are replying, it's more like to people comments on Instagram posts and people replying to other people on Twitter. But I just like to just first and foremost, let the person know that they are the biggest fucking moron to ever walk the earth in the history of society. Because I read some shit that some people actually think that's the craziest thing is these people aren't even joking sometimes they're literally serious about the dumbest stuff they say they have the worst opinion or they're on the absolute worst side of it i could ever imagine and i'm just like hey no offense but are you a fucking idiot are you dumb or are you just the biggest idiot i've ever met because i don't understand how someone could even come to this conclusion or form this dumb of a thought so that's basically like what I'm telling these people. I'm not saying anything overly mean other than that. They are the biggest fucking idiot I've ever seen. And I mean, I probably do this like once or twice a week. I'll see some dumb shit on social media, but Instagram and Twitter need to get off their high horse and just let me say what I want to say. Okay. I keep on getting these notifications after I send a long, like winded 
comment or a tweet about how dumb somebody is and they go, whoa, 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 slow down there. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Send, send, send. I'm going fast. I'm not thinking I'm going fast. It goes, are you sure you want to tweet that? This looks like similar to other comments that have been reported in the past. It's like, I don't give a fuck if my comments are being reported. Okay. I don't care. If I want to tell somebody they're an idiot, I'm going to do it. And it's, it's funny because it's like, are you sure you want to send that? Like, like I wasn't sure before, like, I'm just going to click this, the send comment button. And then that notification is going to pop up and say, Whoa, are you sure about that? Like, I'm going to reread my message and be like, you know what? Maybe that's not a very nice thing to say. You know what? Maybe this person just, you know, didn't pay attention in school or didn't even go to school or the most likely scenario here is that they don't even know how to fucking read, but I'm just going to let it be. I'm not going to comment on this. I'm not going to tell this person how dumb they are. I'm just going to let it be. Is that what you think that I'm going to do? Mr. Zuckerberg and Mr. Jack Dorsey, who just stepped down. I don't even know who the new CEO of Twitter is, but I saw some really, really liberal tweets about that guy. Like his tweets were super duper left wing, like literally just straight up calling Trump like orange boy or something, which is the funniest thing to like. So so, really show somebody that you are actually a child and not a human being adult is just to like call Donald Trump orange. Like that was the oldest joke ever. Not that Donald Trump's the best guy in the world or anything, but like, if you want to chirp what he says on Twitter, or you want to chirp his policies, or if you want to chirp like other shit, go right ahead, form an opinion on that. But if your default thing is just to call him an orange Oompa Loompa, then you are actually a nine year old person. Um, what the hell was I even talking about there? Oh, yeah. Uh, like just Twitter and Instagram. Fuck off. If I want to motherfuck somebody, let me motherfuck somebody. And that's that. And speaking of Twitter and tweets, I saw this actually pretty funny tweet. I'm just going to address it for one second. Um, it was, the tweet was pretty fucked up how you're just expected to know everything after your first rodeo. And it was a funny tweet. I read it. I started laughing out. And for those of you who don't get it, if you don't get it, you're a fucking idiot. But I'll explain to you, explain it to you anyway. So people say, what is this, your first rodeo? Or like when you do something really good, like you say, hey, this ain't my first rodeo. It's like, hey, well... Let's normalize not having it all figured out after our first rodeo, okay? Maybe by our second rodeo, our third rodeo, our fourth rodeo, we're still having a hard time and that's okay because we're all human beings, okay? Not everybody is going to go to a rodeo one time and have it all figured out. Some things I need four or five rodeos. Some things I need one rodeo. It just depends with all other people. And this is kind of what I was saying Um, where I'm trying to learn to like be more accepted of people being stupid or people just pissing me off. And maybe stuff shouldn't piss me off as much. And I've been working on it to not show as much external validation on things that I might not like to see from other strangers, if that makes any sense. I kind of chopped that one up. But um, if everyone just was on the same page that not everybody has it figured out after their first rodeo, I think the world would be a lot better place. Um, I downloaded TikTok reluctantly. I got it before. I had it for like a day and I was like, this shit sucks. But I downloaded TikTok, not because I want to watch videos and stuff, but I was 
made aware that like, you never know, like if I start producing some fire hill, these hot takes content on TikTok and like it gets shared and liked, like I could go viral. If I go viral and everybody starts listening to this pod, then I can just start making fucking bank from this podcast. Little play, little pro hockey player with a little podcast money on the side. Fuck, I'd be rolling in it. So not that this is what I'm in the game for, but obviously like a little ways down the line, if some more people start listening to it and I start getting some ads, like that'd be pretty sick, right? It'd be pretty sick. Um, so I downloaded TikTok. I got to figure it all out. I got to confer with some friends and ask them how to make fire content and, and see what I can do with that. But um, possible big developments coming in there. And the last thing I have to say to you folks today is just to talk about the whole taking your car into the shop ordeal. Like my fucking engine was shaking. It was misfiring or something. My whole car was shaking and thank God there was a auto mechanic across the street. So I just took my car there and they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll take a look for it. Uh, it was noon. I took it in at noon and there wasn't really any cars there. They're like, yeah, we're going to be able to take a look at it tomorrow morning. I said, okay, that's kind of fucked up since there's six hours left in the day, but whatever fools your boat and beggars can't be choosers. It's not like you can just drive to a different place because my engine is literally shaking out of my car right now. And I don't know anything about cars really like, fuck, I need to be almost borderline walked through how to change the oil. But, uh, but yeah, just forget I said that. Cause that's kind of embarrassing. Um, basically what I'm saying is they call me the next day after practice, or I gave them a call and they're like, yeah, we got to fix this, this, and this, it's going to be $500. And I said, well, yeah, I mean, if that's what you got to do, fucking go ahead. 500 bucks, that shit sucks, but go ahead. And they're like, yeah, it should be done in like three or four hours. I said, okay, I'll come pick it up later. <coughs> Hour goes by. Sorry for that cough, by the way, that was gross. Hour goes by, I get another call, same number. I'm like, oh, it must be done early. Oh uh, yeah, we uh, found this uh, and this and this and this that are wrong with your engine on top of that. And I'm like, uh... Okay, um, how much more is that going to be? So casually, the guy's just like, yeah, we're going to add this to this. He's like, he's doing some calculations. And he's just like, yeah, it's going to be an extra $500. So your total is going to be 941 plus tax. I said, I said, is that absolutely what you have to do? And they're like, yeah, yeah. And I said, okay, well, just obviously go ahead and do it. So long story short, I ate $940, but I just hate that whole process of them even telling me that stuff. It's like they're running it by me. It's like, mom, can I have a sleepover tonight at, at uh, Miss Little Jeffrey's place? And then Little Jeffrey's like, mom, like it's like we're asking for permission. Is that what's going on there? You're asking for permission? Because if you... If you see that that's wrong with my engine, it's like, it's pretty non-negotiable. I think like you're not really making it sound like it's an elective surgery on my car here. Like you're just making it sound like I need to get it done. So like when you say, should we just go ahead and get that done for you? Yeah, I fucking guess you should. And maybe while you're at it, you don't have to charge me $700,000 for fucking labor for two hours of labor. Those car places really jip you. And I've been jipped a lot in the past. There was this one time insane scenario. I wasn't even planning on talking about it. We're at the 20 minute mark here, but insane scenario. I was, my car 
wouldn't shift gears. So I took it into this place in Duluth and I ended up knowing the guy who owned that place's daughter, the girl. Now, before you get any of those ideas, we were friends. We never hung out or did anything sexually for that matter. So just don't even get that in your head whatsoever. But uh, I knew who the dad was just through like her social media stuff. And I knew who she was. So um, anyway, he ke- the, this, this place holds my car hostage for like six weeks. I couldn't believe what was happening. I would call like in the middle of the week, like Wednesday or Thursday every week, like, Hey, how's the freaking, uh, how's the whip doing? They're like, Oh yeah. Like we're working on it. We're waiting for some parts. Like we're trying to see if they could, I don't know what was going on, but it was honestly a month and a half. And then finally I get a call and the guy's like, Hey Jared, like, yeah, you can come pick up your car. I'm like, sick. Sounds good. So I go after six weeks, I pay whatever the hell it was and, and start driving it off, blah, blah, blah. And I drive it for three days and it starts doing the exact same thing that it was doing before. It wouldn't shift gears. Uh, it would just like rev all the way up to the high RPMs and in first gear and I wouldn't be able to go fast and it was just not good. After they hold my held my car hostage for six fucking weeks. So I take it back to that same place and I was like, hey man, like it's not fixed. He's like, okay, just leave your stuff with me. We'll get it fixed for you, everything. Four or five more days go by. He says, okay, Jared, you can come pick up your car. I said, okay. I walked in, grabbed the keys, took off. So like a week goes by and the car is fixed. It's working fine. Uh, And the girl, the daughter of this, uh, the guy that owns this um, mechanic shop, sent, texts me a picture of an invoice. And I thought it was from the first invoice. And I had, had my uh, signature on it, like for signing, uh, on the payment, I thought it was the first invoice. So she sends me the picture and I replied to her. I said, what, did you just save that to have my autograph or what? And she goes, no, this is for your bringing it in the second time. And I just started laughing. I said, yeah, I'm not paying shit. They tried to get me to pay an extra $300 for them to fix it. And I was like, well, no, you should be paying me $300 for fucking not having a car for six weeks. Anyway, that was episode 25 of Hildy's Hot Takes. Some more people are listening to the pod. Friends are, friends are listening to it. Friends of friends are listening to it. Just keep on sharing it. Keep on listening to it. If you've been a listener from day one, fucking love you. Uh, had some people send me their like Spotify rap stuff and, and they were listening to the pod. It was popping up on there and I'd love to see that. So hopefully we keep this ball rolling. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening to episode 25.